No holds bars. Resist to you. When the All-Star isn't happy. And the coach goes to the wrong school. No holds bars. I am your big, big host, Big Vern. With always, I have Jorge that's stuck in Jersey. What's going on, Jorge? What's going on in the Sunshine State? Yes, I'm here in Jersey. I'm not stuck here, but, uh, you know, the weather has given us a little bit of a break, so we're not snowed in for once. But I know in the Sunshine State, you don't have to worry about that, that uh, bad old snow stuff. So how are we doing down there? Yeah, it's, it's nice, man. That's all I have to say as far as that, because anything else would probably upset you. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you could be upset as LeBron James, or you could be as happy as uh, uh, Gus, the dude that just got hired from UCF. But, uh, yeah, the weather is uh, it's very nice. I mean, it was raining this uh, early this morning, but, you know, Let's talk about some sports, man. We can talk about the yes, weather, man, man another let's time. Let's do so. We're, we're not the news channel. We don't talk about oh, uh, we don't talk about the weather. We talk about sports. Yeah, so you a meteorologist? What I'm a meteorologist. What's first off the bat that we talk about? I don't know, man. We was kind of like going at it as far <laughs> before we ever started the show as far as uh, the All-Star game, football, Johnny Manziel. You know what? Let's get the dumbass Johnny Manziel, Manziel out the way first. Um, you put it, you bring it to my attention that he's playing in a fan league that, where the fan calls the plays. And I kind of saw the clip and I was kind of, I was kind of sad at the fact how this, the guy that wants the Heisman can just go so low. Uh, yeah, as, 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 that's a bad situation. Um, this league called FCF. Don't know what it stands for because they didn't tell me. But uh, this league um, is, is a joke. <clears throat> it's only 50 yards long. Um, that's it. Uh, the fans actually call the offensive plays. They have. A I don't know how you get on this or how you get to the point where you can actually call the plays for this league. Uh, but they give you uh, three running plays. It's kind of, it's like you play your Madden. They give you three running plays, three passing plays, and the the fans who vote for the most play, that's the play they won. So, um, and I guess Johnny Menzel had, I guess, some okay moments in this game. Um, I don't think this is going to revive his career or get him in the NFL anytime soon. Nah, Tim Tebow got a better now, chance to get it and, in the NFL. Uh, we'll see more of this league as it continues, and then I see, see if it grows in popularity, which I kind of doubt nah, it. Nah, man. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Nah, man. Tim Tebow got a better chance of getting into the NFL than Johnny Manziel right now, <laughs> and that's being that's being straight up honest. Okay, he, he this dude is a joke, man. Joke. We he's not worth talking about, bro. Let's let's talk about somebody else. Okay, all right. <laughs> we had, we, there has been a Johnny Menzel sighting. We had to say something about it. This league is a little interesting, I guess. You know, but hey, let's move on. Let's hey, move the on. best quote I, I I can say from him is, "Hey, we you lose, you booze. <laughs> you lose, you booze, baby. Come on, let's take a shot. <laughs> take a shot. All right, let's all right, let's move on from here. What you got, Big Ron? 
Shit, man. Let's talk about some disgruntled players in the NBA that's not very happy about the All Star Game since we we just got through talking about it. So let's let let's let the uh, let's let the listeners know what you know, and I and I'm gonna let them know what I know as far as with the All Star festivities. I'm gonna let you go first, Lorraine. Right? Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Um, the NBA players are not happy about this All Star. Uh, you know, thing going on. Uh, the uh, skill competition is the same. Their competition looks like that night has been canceled, and the NBA wants to do a three-point contest pre-game. Maybe do the same dunk contest at halftime. And you know, they're not happy. I, a lot of players are not happy. Actually, not even to play the game, let alone about the uh, you know the uh, extra skills competitions. Uh, LeBron James, uh, as long as they call Mr. Cry, baby, cries about everything. He uh, says he's not happy about playing this game, doesn't want to be there, I'm just going to be there because I'm just going to be there. And, and But he's not the only one. Uh, there's been other players voicing their concerns about they're not happy about this whole situation. Uh, we talked in the pregame that you're not happy at all. Uh, for the NBA trying to squeeze these skull competitions in during the half, uh, during the game of the All Star or during the period of the All Star game, so uh, you know, tell us how you feel about everything that's going on. Since NBA is your sport, is your favorite sport, you tell me how you feel about all this stuff going around surrounding the NBA and the All Star game. Well, from first off, as a fan, I feel like this is bullshit. We shouldn't be a witness to um, the skills competition as far as when it comes to the three-point, the slam dunk, and the uh, the NBA skill crap. We It shouldn't be compact with, into one thing. Um, I, I just think that... Um, I just think this is just way, way, way stupid in the NBA. It, I just feel like they should just have the uh the All-Star game and that's it. It's, I think they shouldn't be a uh any skills, any three-point, no slam dunk because you already have players complaining that don't want to even be at the All-Star game. So why even have why even have the uh the contest? Why even go through the go through all that? I would wait. I would wait honestly to have the All-Star game. I would wait to do all that stuff. I think I think that um they deserve it to themselves, but I would also I would have liked it if the All-Star game wasn't in Atlanta. I would have liked it if it was in Orlando because the the players are familiar with it, they're more comfortable, it would have been isolated and you could have made it like a fan uh family friendly type of deal. Um you know, at the NBA's expense, you know what I'm saying, but um they chose Atlanta, but some of the NBA players cannot get mad because some of the ones that are complaining are some of the people on the board. Like, for instance, LeBron James, he's on the board, and he's come out and said he, he doesn't want to be in an All-Star game. And honestly, after, you know what I'm saying, I um, started talking about it, I think he was one of the people in the room that didn't want to have the All-Star game when they was discussing it. I think it was, I think um, Chris Paul and Jalen Brown, I think they had more and some other people. They kind of outvoted him as far as the, as far as when it came to the uh, all-star game, in my opinion, because I don't know for sure, but 
I'm not fully happy about it, but whatever they do, I'm gonna have to take it and see what happens, just like a uh, like a any other fan. But I think they're doing this now that I think about it because they still need the ratings. If you can make the All Star Game the most highly ranked as far as that day or in that year, then I I see what they're trying to do, but I don't know if it's gonna work. Um, I want to disagree with you on something. Uh, ain't the first time, won't be the last time. But go ahead, They should have the game in Orlando. I disagree with that. I understand what you're saying with the bubble, but they just had a whole se- uh, uh, good portion of the season, all the playoffs in the championship in Orlando. I do believe that other cities deserve to have some things. And as you know, the All Star Game is a rotating. Uh, you know, from year to year, we did go from the NBA city to NBA city, and I, I think this is Atlanta's turn. And I don't think they should be take, have that taken away from just because it's, it, they have a bubble here in Orlando. Um, wh- what happened in Charlotte? Charlotte wasn't supposed to be like a couple of years ago. It was supposed to be like a year before that. But because of what happened in the um, North Carolina courts, as far as bathrooms. They had to switch the year. So, I mean, it's not like the NBA hasn't done it before. And plus, if you look at Atlanta right now, they are booming when it comes to COVID-19. Why would you put your NBA players as far as your all-stars in a predicament like that? And then they're talking about maybe bringing some fans in. So, I don't know about that, bro. I'm thinking about the safety of the fans and the players. Because if there's no all-stars on your team, I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> well, didn't Trey Smith make it? She's probably the only All Star that Atlanta has anyway. I don't care. I don't care if 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 you take the All Stars out of all the teams, are you gonna be watching? I'm gonna be watching the G League. The G League is popping this year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you take all the stars off the teams, yes. I mean, who's really gonna watch that? I mean, I barely watch it as it is with, with the stars in it. Jorge, but, all um, I'm saying right now is Atlanta is bad. It's not a good spot right now to be having an All Star game. I love Atlanta, but 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 when it call, when it comes to the the safety and health of players, I don't think that's a good look right now. I think they should wait, have it next year. As far as Atlanta, it'll be popping. It'll be more organized. It'll be it'll be better. It'll, it'll be perfect. But I think yeah, I think I, you should I, think yeah, about safety right now. I, I think for them to have the All Star game there, you want the fans involved because that's where it makes Atlanta what Atlanta is is because of the fans there. And you know, you talk, you made it, you brought up a thing about Charlotte. That was a political issue that had nothing to do with, with physical or mental health. But this is a health issue uh, without what's going on right now with this. So, you know, and I, I don't know the numbers that you say Atlanta's booming in the coronavirus. I, I don't know what the numbers are. Well, that's and, you, Jorge. That's you. That's, you. You. that's you not my numbers. fault. That's not my <laughs> fault that you don't know the numbers. That's not my fault that you don't know the numbers as far as Atlanta. When we uh, when you knew we was going to bring up the, the subject of the All-Star game and where the All-Star game was being at. That, that's not my point. my point. My point is this, Big Vern. You say that Atlanta's booming. With cases of the coronavirus, this is what you had told me. So if you, if you just a common person, so if you know the information, why doesn't it, the commissioner of the NBA and Chris Paul, who is the player representative of, for the NBA, don't know this? So well, if they all know this, 
and shit and you say, hey, let's do let's do an alternative, you know, do our, our alternative, like you say, Calando or somewhere else, if Atlanta is that much threatening to the players. I don't know, man. That's <laughs> Like I said, bro, I'm like you said, bro, we are just common fans. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Why they not seeing what like everybody else is saying. But yeah, man, it's it's I'm just I'm just going off of just safety concerns, bro, because um they're only playing seventy two games, so that means that by April, what like April? <laughs> like April the the season's probably over by like April. Playoffs are probably like mid April, May. I mean, <laughs> well, let me ask you this: uh, Are we going to get through a whole season this year, or are we going to have an outbreak in the middle of the season and shut it down like they did last year? That's why we're discussing the All Star Game in Atlanta, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Jackpot, right? that's why we're talking about the, the the game in Atlanta right now, man. That's why we're talking. That's why we're bringing it up See, because we don't want an outbreak. Um. Hey, we, we don't want that. The only thing that I'm going to miss, um, if they, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with this skills competition, but I, I was, uh, I was wanting to see Luca in three point contest in the skill contest because I think he has something to show. But unfortunately, the way things are, it's going to be micro compacted, or no, they're, they're not even going to happen at all. You know, since so, I'm on basketball. I might as well enlighten the fans because I I said something to Jorge and he just chuckled. He just, Trey Young, I call, I told I you remember what I told you about Trey Young? Yes, sir. Trey Young got fined twenty thousand, and you was like, "For what?" I said he called the ref a bitch ass nigga <laughs> <laughs> after a game. <laughs> NBA lit, bro. I got you. I got your Knicks. I know that ain't your team, but the Knicks are attempting to. Uh, they're trying to get Bradley Beal and Victor Open Depot before the trade deadline. Yeah, I, I did hear something about that. About I don't think Bradley Beal wants to go because Bradley Beal is balling right now in Washington. Um, the Knicks, though, I will say something about the Knicks. Ten games into the season already. I don't know how many games we're in. 20, 20, 25 games into the season already, and the Knicks have not been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So good, good job, there, Knicks. And I will say something. Um, I don't, you know, they're not my favorite team, but you know, I am subject. I am subject to them because I live in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. So I do see them on TV a lot. Julius Randle is balling. So mm -hmm. I'm saying, Randle is balling. I don't know what his problem was with, with when he was in Los Angeles, but he is the man now in New York as far as the Knicks is concerned. Yeah, man. I got, you want to hear something funny? You know, I always be coming with you with something funny. Yes, sir. You you do you know who Alice Caruso is with the Lakers? Who? Alice Caruso. You know the white guy with the with the yeah, headband. The white guy with the headband. Yes, oh, sir. now you okay? Okay. Uh, he is 10th in Western Conference All-Star voting. What? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, white people must be supporting their own. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Is he even an All-Star? Should he be? See? I don't think so. I, I've seen him play. He's all right. He has his moments. But All-Star? Mm, okay. Here, I got some more funniness. 
Okay. Ray Allen says LeBron still calls him occasionally to thank him for hitting the game tying shot in in game six of the 2013 finals. LeBron should call him every single year on that date, thanking him for that. Uh, his NBA, his, uh, NBA uh, 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 final record would be a lot worse than what it is right now. Facts. Let me see. <laughs> Here you go. Carmelo Anthony says he has not a damn thing left to prove. He's on the bench now, so I guess you're right. <laughs> well, it depends on what he's talking about. If 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 he's talking about his career, okay, fine. You're probably going to go into the Hall of Fame, but you know, but you do have something to prove. You you don't you didn't get a ring, so you know. Yeah, you like got. I, said, I feel you. It's probably you'll probably be in the Hall of Fame one day, but you didn't get a ring. And yeah. Michael Jordan wasn't the cause of it. So what? Were you, what is your excuse? But anyway. Yeah, you're like the common day Charles Barkley, dude. You got Olympic gold, but you don't got no you you don't got no rings, bro. Well, you're not no, nah, you're not Charles Barkley cuz Charles Barkley won the MVP one time. You didn't even win it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's too I mean, much. Say, he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you'll probably be in the Hall of Fame. He ain't getting no ring. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we're talking about NBA. We're not even talking about the hardest team in the NBA right now. The Utah Jazz are on fire. Yeah, bro, it's it's crazy, right? You see what, what Shaq does to people? Five or something like that. Uh, 11, 13 game winning streak. You see what? Are they for real this year? See what happens when Shaq talks about the star player after a fucking game? <laughs> well, it's not just Mitchell. The whole team was just doing good. I know, but see, when you when you like firing one, it's the firing all. You know what I mean? Some, sometimes it just takes one. And it just takes uh, one person that starts that whole Utah thing. And Mitchell is the engine. And everybody else is uh, following along with suit. And, yeah, they are I playing. Mean, they are balling. I mean, they are the balling. Gobert, who blocked the virus in the NBA last year, he's even balling. Wow. So, you know, I don't know how far they're going to go or if they can beat the Lakers or whatever. But, but you know, uh, Utah, man. Definitely surprising out the gate. Yeah, they hot right now. We're going to have to see how they go after the All-Star break, though, because that's literally where everything gets pushed up a notch. And, and let's talk about the Lakers for a minute, since I mentioned them and you mentioned about uh, Caruso. Um, it was uh, told, uh, dawned on me yesterday, or I was, I was watching ESPN or whatever, that Anthony Davis has a strain in his calf muscle and will be out for the next two three weeks. So he would not be playing. So my question is, how bad does that hurt the Lakers? And we're going to find out how good Mr. LeBron James is. Can he do it without his good old buddy, you know, Brian, uh, Davis? Or is he going to put the team on his back and push him forward? We'll see if the old man still got it or not without, without, without his, uh, uh, you know, buddy he coattails off of Davis. I think they'll be all right. I think they have um, enough people this year on their bench to actually make it for a two-week stretch as far as him coming back in two weeks. Now, if it was longer, I'd be like, yeah, he's going to have a problem. Well, <laughs> what they're saying right now, the estimated time is between two, and, two to three weeks. So probably somewhere in between that week and a half, you know, a couple of weeks and a half, something like that. So uh, they, they say it's not serious. He needs some time to, you know, let it heal. 
The only thing I can see the Lakers doing is him playing the three and the four, depending on the matchup. As far as LeBron, on top of playing the the point guard position, uh, of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um, I do have James Harden talking. Um, he apologized to the fans how uh, his time ended, but says I had to do what I had to do. I don't. <laughs> Um, I think James Harden's right, and he, he knew he, his time's getting short now. His window of winning NBA titles is starting to close, and he had to get out of Houston because Houston wasn't going to do it. They were designed to be the Golden State Warriors. Well, the Warriors ain't the team to beat anymore, so he, he had to shift focus, and he, he allowed himself with two superstars on a team that I think will probably win the Eastern Conference, in my opinion, once it once they get once they get their chemistry together, but um. I think it was a good move. Um, I don't think he should have talked deep on the city of Houston because he was there for so long, and they they supported him one hundred percent. But um, him with him with Brooklyn now, I think they're a serious threat, and um, I like to see uh, when they all come together and they get their a few games under their belt and their chemistry is right during the end of the season. How far they do do a playoff push? And there was some controversy in Brooklyn about who is the stunning point guard. Is it James Harden or is it Kyrie Irving? Well, Kyrie Irving, he basically ended that controversy by saying, I don't care. Let Harden play the point guard. I'll play the shooting guard. I just want us on the court. So that ends that conversation. But um, Big Vern, what's going on in Detroit, man? Detroit's having a fire sale. The Pistons, what's going on? Yeah, they're getting rid of all key players. They're starting scratch. They're starting new. So Blake Griffin is on the chop block. He don't. He's not going to be starting anymore. And um, Grant is going to be on the chop block too. And both of them. Well, Grant has been playing out of his mind this season because if you look at his stats from previous years, he has just been a complimentary, you know, complimentary player. But this year he stepped it up a notch, and you know, saying he. He's been doing his thing. Um, hopefully, we'll see them getting moved before the trade deadline, depending on what Detroit wants for them. Um, I think that really um, is the case. Um, the Toronto Raptors, I should call them the Tampa Bay Raptors. They are um, they are in talks of getting rid of Kyle Larry, and I think they should. I think it's time. I think it's time to get rid of him. Um, I think Fred Van Veek, he can – he can be the starter, but um, there's talks of him um, going somewhere. Well, my question: what, happened, what the hell happened to Blake Griffin? He was the man when he was in Los Angeles, and now he seems that he's just now. Uh, oh, I'm playing now. He's not even an all star anymore. What, what has happened to Blake Griffin? It's like that has fifty. Detroit, has Detroit brought him down that much? It's like 50 cent line, man. You have, you remember the 50 cent line? Damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> Break Griffin, what the fuck happened to you? And, and I, and I can tell you, Jorge, this is what happened to him. His knees, all them, all them knees, sir, all them problems with his knees and his legs, that, that fucks up your, your, your bounce and your step. So only thing you can really do is shoot, post, 
and maybe occasionally get up there sometimes. You mean you can still get up, but you can't get how you used to. His decline, you slowly saw his decline um, in, with the Clippers two years before he got traded, straight up. But um, the full decline it was, was actually last season. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if Blake Griffin is going to rely on shooting, he's in trouble because he can't shoot very well. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, uh, we'll see where he goes and see if he can help the team where he goes to. But, uh, yeah, the physical decline in Blake Griffin and the, the player that we thought he was going to be and with the player he is now is, man, that's light years away. Because, honestly, the, the the person that we really should be talking about as far as trades is Bradley Beal. Because he's been on the on the trade block like for, for since last season. And, and, and people are, are ringing the Wizards because he's been balling out of his mind. And I don't know why the Wizards would do it. The best thing for Beasley Beal would to get rid of John Wall. I think that's why Bill is balling the way he's balling. Because with him and Law, they didn't seem to work well together. Or when they did work together, they had to split everything. With Wall, with Washington getting rid of Wall, it has got the space and the opportunity for Beasley to blow up and he is balling on a bad team. The only thing I can say about that is if you're gonna press the button as far as to get him, I would I would put it's got to be a contender. Honestly, the only person team that I think that that would actually can pull it off is the Celtics. Why would the Celtics even want him? Who's he gonna get rid of? Why not? Why not? You got you could give up multiple players and some draft picks for him. It's not like the Wizards wouldn't take it. True. We're talking True. about the Wizards. It's not yeah, like they Wizards, the Wizards at this point. They need. They need. Actually, they need to be built. Anything that needs to be built from scratch that is it's just Washington Wizards. All right. We're gonna talk about our Dookie for like three, three, three seconds. Jalen, they even deserve three seconds. So you're wasting the three seconds right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Jalen Johnson is going to opt out of this season. Go ahead, Jorge. Tell the rest. <laughs> uh, Jalen Johnson, even Duke, he's going to focus on his NBA career. Who, 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 who cares? Duke sticks anyway. They make it a tournament. Let's move on. Uh, what you got? What's next, Big Bird? Man, man, oh, man. We're going to go ahead and go into some football, bro. Yay, my favorite sport. What, what, what you got for me? Well, I got, I got. First of all, rest in peace, Vincent Jackson, found dead. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yesterday, we'll go ahead, put that out there, in the Florida hotel room. Um, call the death unknown, but he was reported missing last week. Um, but you know, rest in peace, and you know, what I'm saying my regards to the family and you know everything they're going through right now because from what I heard if you go missing for a week that's bad well what happened was you didn't tell the complete story and I'll get an update on this last night that the uh, he was uh, his family did um, you know claim him as, as missing the cops got a hold of him called him or something and they said yeah I'm here I'm alive you know he was fine at the time and then like Big Burn said yesterday 
they had found him dead in the hotel room, cause unknown. And the bad thing, he was only 38 years old, way younger than, you know, way younger than me. So that, that, that's a shame. And, uh, you know, like I said, condolences to the family. Yo, did we talk about Andre Drummond sitting out indefinitely until he gets traded? Uh, we talked about it in the pregame show, but we did not talk about it on the show. So that's another that we missed. Uh, Andre Drummond, he will not be playing for Cleveland until he gets traded. And we don't know where he's going yet because I haven't heard any rumors. Let to see him go to Brooklyn. No, nah, that is the rumor. The rumor is... He's going to Brooklyn. Like it's not really a rumor. It's it's that's what the uh, everybody's saying. If he gets re if they would have released him, he would have went to Brooklyn. But they they I guess they they can, they know that. So they're like, nah, we'd rather just trade you, get something off of you. You know what I'm saying? Well, what does Brooklyn have to offer Cleveland? Well, nothing. But that's the point. If you if he walks from his if he like. He, I'm saying, if he walks, if he if they would have let him go, he would have went to Brooklyn. You you understand right. what I'm saying? But yes. if you're talking about what do you uh, what do they have to get him as far as a trade? They have nothing, so they know that now. So why let him walk? Why waive him so he can go to a competitor? No, no, no. They're now they're trying to trade him <laughs> so ah, they can get something. Finally, doing something smart. So they can get something for him. Um, and they should be able to get something. I don't know what that something is, but it's something. They should be honestly. They should have pulled the plug last year, in my opinion, because if they would have did it right, they could have had a three way, four way deal where they could have got rid of Kevin Love and him at the same damn time. Um, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland, man. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's better to say. But back to football, bro. Um. In college, UCF found their coach. <laughs> yes, they did. Josh Mazon. And if that name sounds familiar, well, it should if you're a college football fan. Because he coached the Auburn Tigers. It wasn't a bad coach, I, honestly. I don't even know why Auburn actually fired him. Well, probably couldn't beat Alabama. But um, this guy is not a bad coach. I think it's a great hire for, for, for a school like UCF. Um, you know, I, I find it ironic. That UCF always bashes on the SEC, but they hired an SEC coach. So there you go. But um, we'll see what he can do. We'll see if this guy can recruit, if he can get some SEC quality players or get some better players. Uh, maybe he can turn that, the team around. And the best thing, Gus, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Because I used to live in the Atlanta area and heard all the UCF rumblings and bubblings. Gus. You got to get rid of the cupcake schedule, man. The high school schedule, it's got to go away. Oh, don't worry. You have to play don't worry. Schedule. You they'll, have to. They'll play Tennessee in no time. Huh? They'll play Tennessee in no time. No worries. I hope so. I mean, play somebody. I just want you to... I'm going to read some of the comments off of this because I find this hilarious. Okay. I'm sure he'll lead them to many more national championships. <laughs> did, did he even get one? Sucks he got fired in Auburn, but it was probably time. <laughs> Can't beat him. Join him. There you go. That's the UCF attitude. Gus. Bus. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I like to call him. He's going to get to, to a lot more national championships. That's why I said <laughs> it. Win, win, win. That's why Honestly. I said it. That's Not why the I said that you it. Gave yourself, like the NCAA actually awarded you the championship. Uh, zero of it there, buddy. That's why I said it, man. That's why I said that it. That is funny. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the funny thing is, and you, you know, you right in UCF territory. And, uh, you know, I said, I was Ain't that you. the truth? Um, they, <laughs> these people actually think they won a national title that year. They actually wear shirts. Did I say that? They I'm the, like, I mean, this is unbelievable that they actually think they were the best team that year. They have, so funny to me. They have bumper stickers, dude. They have the bumper stickers. I know. Well, look, look, they had a parade in Disneyland. They actually put up in their stadium that they won in the championship of that year. If I was the NCAA, if I had any power whatsoever, if I was on the NCAA commission, I would burn it. I would go to, I would go to UCF and I would demand either you take that shit down off your stadium because you did not actually win it, or else we're going to ban you from the playoffs for the next 20 something years. Take it down, it's false advertisement. But unfortunately, I don't have that power, so I can't say anything. If I was the NCAA, I would make the chancellor burn that shit in front of all of, all of them. I'd <laughs> burn it. Well, I, I hope the hiring of Gus was on, you know, SEC quality coach, that, hey, boys, we can't keep playing high school teams or teams that's barely in college football, level five or whatever they, they play in. They, you have to, they could play all, we have these game matches and we never get in the playoffs. You got to play somebody. And not just one team in a bowl game. You got to play somebody during the season. I know you're stuck in a sorry conference and you can't get out of it, but you can't control your, you, you can't control your out-of-conference schedule. Control it. Play big major teams. Then if you beat them, and of course you're going to run the table in your conference because your conference is garbage. So once if you beat these big teams, then you then maybe we consider you. But until then, sit down, shut up, and we don't want to hear you because you're irrelevant in college football. All right, Vern, I'm done with my little UCF rant. Continue. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I'm sorry, Big Bird. I have a problem with teams that crown themselves. If you want to crown them, go ahead and crown their ass. No, you crowned yourself. Nobody crowned you. All right, well, the Panthers released Kawan Short. Thank you. I was just going to get to that. He was there for eight years, and he was my pro bowler, and he was on that team that went 5 and 1 in 2015, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, actually, I'm surprised they released him. I don't know, maybe because of his age now, but he was uh, instrumental on that defense. He's only 32, and, uh, man. Huh? He's only 32. And still, though, defensive tackle. And, but anyway, though, still. I, 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 maybe maybe his skills have diminished. Maybe it was a money move. Um, but actually, uh, someone should pick him up. And uh, also in football news, and I just found this out. And because I think we talked about this before in the last show, Mr. J.J. Watt is available. He is on the market. And he is a free agent. So when he gets signed to any team he chooses. Now, there was a lot of talk about him going to the Pittsburgh Steelers because his brother plays there. And, you know, brothers play together, you know, it would be a nice little story. But J.J. Watt also said he wanted to play for a Super Bowl contender. So if that is the case, that means Pittsburgh's out of it because Pittsburgh ain't going to football anytime soon. Um, but I heard this this morning, Big Vern, that J.J. Watt is seriously considering signing with my Cleveland Browns. 
I mean, that would be a good look for your defense. You got J.J. Watt on one side, and you got um, what's the guy's name? Miles Garrett. You got Garrett on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, we know that J.J. Watt, his, his better years are behind him. He's starting to decline. That's probably why Houston's letting let, let him go anyway. But I think he still has a couple good years left. And, you know, we definitely need another pass rusher on, on the other side of Miles Garrett. So if we can get one or two uh, productive years for him, I think it would definitely help. But, you know, it's not a done deal. It's not a done deal yet. He's just seriously considering. Um, other teams, we know the Bears and the Chargers were willing to trade for him when Houston had him on the trading block, but it did not happen. Uh, but we'll see where he goes. I think wherever he goes, depend, well, depending on what team he goes, he wants to play for a contender. Uh, I think that he would definitely add, um, you know, at least contribute a little bit to, a, to another defense. And as a Cleveland Brown fan, if he wants to come play for us, I'd be more than happy to welcome, welcome him to Cleveland. Okay. Hey, Vern, what is going on in Philadelphia Eagle Land? Philadelphia. All kinds of stuff going on there. You should know this already. Well, I know that they're trying to get rid of Carson Wentz and they're trying to get rid of Zach Ertz at the same time. Package <laughs> deal, baby. It doesn't make any sense. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it in this bas- in this football game I'm playing. But I put some draft picks in there so I could get some draft picks for them. But uh, yeah, I don't understand why you would. Who would take that deal? Is is is? Uh, yeah, I don't know who would do that. I would just trade them individually, try to get some because I feel like you'll get something for Ertz individually. But as far as a package deal, no, nah, no, nah, I will get Ertz. Nah. I'll get Ertz. Nah. I will get Ertz before I would get Wentz, and that's straight up. Because um, he's um, he's more useful into the uh, offensive scheme. True. Um, I guess it all depends what you need. You need tight end, or you need a quarterback, or you think that you can turn the mints around and work in your system. I'm not surprised um, the Steelers haven't called them about Ertz, but I don't know how much the Eagles wants for Ertz. Yeah, I, I don't know neither. If it's the Packers deal, they probably want way too much than everyone's willing to give them. Um, but, you know... I saw something on ESPN tonight that might be a little, I mean, last night, that might be a little um, entertaining for a show. They had what they called a quarterback carousel, where they had all these quarterbacks switching teams. And obviously, it actually, some of it might actually happen, depending on what goes. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of stuff of the, the rookie quarterbacks coming into the draft, you know, uh, where does uh, Wilson go? Where does uh, you know the dude from Ohio State go? Uh, we all know that uh, we all know that uh, what's his name got some Clemson. He's going number one. Oh, which reminds me, I don't know if you heard this story or not. Urban Meyer, now the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars from Ohio State and Florida fame. Ooh. He yeah, exactly, Blue Florida in Ohio State. So. No, boo, Urban Meyer. <laughs> okay, fine. Boo, Urban Meyer. I, actually, after I heard this story, I booed myself even more than I usually do. Um, there was a coach from Iowa that was dismissed from the University of Iowa for being racially insensitive. Oh, yeah, I uh, remember him. Yeah. So what did Urban Meyer try to do? Well, what Urban Meyer did was hire him on the Jacksonville staff. 
And because of the after 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 the announcement was made, then he hired this guy. The outcry was so much that Urban Meyer had to release him. My point is, why would you even bring that guy on your on your team in the first place? Maybe so have, why did you have to have public uh, public opinion go against you for you to actually release somebody that you should never should have brought on the team in the first place? Um, I, 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 I'm, I'll talk to you about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? <laughs> yeah, man, because um, this is a public pro. This is a public broadcast, and I don't, I don't want them to get the wrong idea. You know what I'm saying? But um, well, I, you know, I, I, I know, you know, I'm not black, and you are, and so you probably feel a lot stronger about it than I do. But the way I feel. I'm gonna call it what it is. It's bullshit. No, nah, I don't think it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It, it, I don't think it's bullshit. This, this is, it's, fuck it. This is what I think about it. This Urban Network is what it is. Urban Meyer is letting you know, like, oh, okay, that's my man. All right, come on, yeah, you, you got to be on my staff, man. You speak my language. Mm. You feel me? That's why, oh, shit, they released him. He speaks my language. Let's, hey, come on over here. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you're saying Urban Meyer speaks the same way that Chris Hour did? I'm saying they 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 from the same communities of how they view certain things, man. Mm, okay. Okay. Think about it. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you, and I see what, I see what you're saying. Y'all, if that's the case... That looks very bad for Urban Meyer. That's why he did it so fast, bro. Because public in- image is everything. And plus, you want to make a good impression. Your owner is a minority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not black, but yeah, he is a minority. Ah, minority is anything other than... White. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I yeah. think that's why he did it. Because he hired him because he speaks his language. He understands... He understands him and stuff like that, but it was a bad look of how it, how fast he hired him. If he would have waited maybe a month, it wouldn't have looked so bad. Well, well not even that. They talked about this on ESPN that someone should have someone should have advised him and say, "Hey, man, don't touch that with a ten foot pole. Not a good look for us. We shouldn't do that." So this means to tell me that no one talked to Urban Meyer. This was a straight uh, Urban Meyer only decision. This was not discussed with the PR. This was not discussed with the, with, with his team, with with his players. So I'm sure I'm sure some of his black players uh, probably wasn't too happy about, to find that out. And on top of this, he didn't he didn't discuss it with his coaching staff. No, this was an Urban Meyer only decision. So he already's fucking up. He already shooting his pinky toe, man. He already shooting himself in the pinky toe already. <laughs> He already said he's already shooting himself in the pinky toe, man. He ain't even made it to the big toe yet. So, I mean, it's so many bullets you got left before you shoot all your feet off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know, this guy, uh, everywhere he's gone, there's been controversy. Uh, except maybe Utah. There's no controversy there. At least none that we find out about. Uh, when he went to Florida, a lot of controversy. Controversy finding him out, out of Ohio State. And now controversy still falls out as he actually makes the leap. From college football to professional ranks. All I can say is, man, it, this, this shit better be worth it. As far as what we about to see with the, the the Jaguars, because if it's not, I'm gonna be laughing all the way 
till next season. Well, you know what you know what they say. Winning cures everything. So if they can they get on the field and Lawrence is a starting quarterback or whoever, and they start winning, they start winning games. All this is gonna, unfortunately, all this will be forgotten. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't help when you um, when that's the only hiccup you got as far as right now. We haven't even seen what the draft is, so we gonna we still got time. Yeah. Also, another little nugget I found out as far as well football is concerned that. Bruce Arian, the Super Bowl champion coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, said that in December that they were close on cutting Leonard Fournette. And said, in retrospect, said, we, 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 uh, he said, I'm glad we didn't pull the trigger. I wonder why I they were going to cut him. I find that very interesting. I wonder why they were going to cut him. I don't know. Maybe he was well. Maybe he wasn't performing well. I know he's um, like. I, I know he can. He can. You know, rubble your feathers from what um, people say. You know what I'm saying? But yes. His attitude is not the greatest. Is what is what is the reputation that's going around about him? And Jacksonville actually said that kind of in their in their reason to release him in the first place. Yeah. Well, that's and cool. I think Tim Bay is going to be a very interesting team coming back next year because there's a lot of contracts that they ain't signed yet. And, it's, and I'm interested to see who they keep and who they let go. I told you this shit was going to happen. I did not say I that. You did. You did. And I, 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 I agreed with you because I've heard it. You know, did it bring Antonio Brown back? We don't know. I think what Mike Evans... Uh, Goodwin, all the contracts are up. Who did it? Who did he bring back all three of them? Did he bring back two? Did he bring back one? Did somebody jump ship and go to another team? Um, I think it's very interesting to find out. Man, we'll, we'll see, man. That's, 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 that's gonna be fun to watch right there. We already know one person's gonna come. That's Tom Brady. He Tom already, Brady. He's like, I'm and, coming back. And, and I like to see if they if they if they bring back Leonard Fournette, or does he go to, to another team and try to uh, resurrect his career? I would give him like a two year deal. Well, he signed a one year deal with Tampa Bay when he came over, so he's his contract's up. So uh, he'll have to be signed with Tampa Bay, or else he can just you know. Find trying to find another team. I would either go. I would either go back to Tampa Bay. Or I would go home. I'll go to New Orleans. I'll go to the Saints, baby. Go to the Saints for that. You know you want to nah, go man. home. You, you ain't getting nothing out of you ain't getting nothing out of Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara's the man. Yeah, I think he wants to go somewhere where he is the man. Actually, would be a smart move I think for him to do. Even though Robinson is, did a pretty good job last year, I go back to Jacksonville. The coach ain't there no more. Urban Meyer's there. You got you gonna have a brand new quarterback who might be good. I say, hey, Urban, you you need another running back. I'd be glad to come back. I think the best. That's the best. I think I believe that's the the best place for him is go back to Jacksonville. Fuck that. If you want to be the man, you go to Houston. They definitely need a. Oh, there you go. You definitely that's need a running back. You want to lose all them years, and no one wants to go to Houston right now. That that is a sinking ship, and everybody's leaving. Hey, well, I'm saying, hey, if you really want to be the man. Well, yeah, I'm sure he could probably beat out David Johnson. Yes, and yes, Actually, I, I tell you, a good team for him to go, but it probably won't happen because of his attitude. Oh, what the Steelers? Yes, sir. Because let's face it. Uh, what's his name? 
he had one or two good years. I mean, James Conner, I mean, you know, God bless him. He beat cancer. But, you know, after that one year, he has not been, he has, since he was the man, you know, after Bell left, because the only good year he had was when Bell was playing, oh, I'm going to come back, I'm going to back, come back, then he doesn't come back. After that year, Conner has not been the running back that the Steelers have hoped he was going to turn into. And one of the problems with the Pittsburgh Steelers is they have no running game. They'll, I mean, they'll build off of that. No wonder they can't get back to the Super Bowl. Because what's, what's a calling card? Running the game, down your throat, and suffocating defense. They don't have that. So I think that a bruiser, like, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, would fit in very well with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though I hate to say that. I hope it don't, I hope it don't happen. But I think he would be perfect for that team. All right. We'll see what happens, bro. Well, And also, one more quick rumor. There have been reports that Deshaun Watson was sniffing around in Miami lately. Hmm. Did something put something in your mind? <laughs> so is Miami's gonna push the button. They're gonna push the button and and, and throw to to the wolves of of of, of, of Houston land because that's what it really is. You you throwing them to the wolves of Texan. He's gonna end up like Derek Carr. Okay, okay. You you're a GM on your game, so you, you think you're a hell of a GM. Would you not give it a tour for Deshaun Watson? I I think the answer to that would be yes, sir. Deshaun Watson's proven already. Two is not. So if 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 someone told me, okay, we'll give you Deshaun Watson. But you have to give us two or give us whoever done. Where do I sign? I wouldn't do no, it if I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it if I were Miami because it jeopardized it jeopardized the future of your organization off of one player. Young. He is the future. What Dude, are you, you talking about jeopardizing your future? Do you understand what what Houston is going to want? They're going to want not only Tua, but this year's number one pick, probably next year's number one pick. Well, okay, okay. Well, we have to see what the deal is. And then they're I probably, understand. and they're probably I, no. From that from that standpoint, I understand you, Big Burn. Understand if yes, if it's, if, if 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 the, if the deal is too rich, it jeopardizes years and years of of you getting drafted and helping your team out. I, I I understand that. What I'm saying is that as far as the player standpoint. You cannot compare the talent of Deshaun Watson to Tua. It's not even. It's not even. A question. Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. But but I still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it if I was Miami, man. You put too much. You put too much money into Tua, as far as in the off season, as far as right now, and you put too many people that that can help him personally. In my opinion, it's because of um. You you bring in a quarterback coach that know him from uh Elite Eleven. You bring in particular offensive assistance to help him as well. So um, I think you put a lot of energy in it, and then it's going to look bad when the coach already said, two is the quarterback, two is my guy. Then you bring in Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's kind of a – that kind of messes up the corral as far as in the uh, – on the team, if you really think about it. Nah, uh, I, I disagree. If he can do it to two, if he can do it to two, I – if he can do it to Tua, he can do it to me. Huh? If he can do it to Tua, he can do it to me. That's what a player. That's what a player is gonna think. Cause he was like, "Well, uh, shit." He said, "He said, damn, he was the guy. He was the guy." 
then he's going to say, I'm the guy. Well, shit, if I'm the guy, I still can get traded. I still can get out of here. Okay, who the hell thought, yeah, and when, when, the, and when Brian Flores said all this stuff, okay, when he said all this stuff, Deshaun Watson was not an option. Now, I mean, now he might be an option now. So, who, who, so I, I hear everything that you're saying, but if the deal was right, and they don't have to, you know, franchise, you know, give away the next five-year draft picks to my, to Houston. I told that to you, man. Jesus Christ, you're expensive. You do <laughs> what is best for your team. Jesus. Uh, we don't even know if Tua is going to be good or not. And he didn't even look all that great when he, 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 when he did have the opportunity. So I say, hey, we know what we got in Deshaun Watson. If the price ain't too much, I pull the trigger. I'm sorry, I disagree. I, I hear what you're saying. I just disagree with it. Deshaun Watson is way better of a player. Even if Tua can get to that level, which I don't know if he's going to, Deshaun Watson is just too much to pass by. There's some things in life you just can't pass over. And if, if he is available, you pull that trigger. For King's Ransom. We don't know. You used to keep saying we're not going to trade him, we're not going to trade him, but we know how that usually works out. But I'm just saying, if I'm Miami, or, and I don't care who, what team I am. If someone says, hey, we're going to give you Deshaun Watson, I'm listening. I'm listening. Well. And if the, if the deal's right, I'm pulling the trigger. The only That's team that I now. think that you can pull off a fucking ransom for probably would be the the Washington football team. Going where? Watson going there? Nah, I'm thinking about what you could probably get. They would probably give up. They'd probably give up anything. That, yeah, they probably would do it. They'd probably push the button. Well, I don't know. Remember about Ron, man. I don't know. He, he, he don't push too many buttons. He nah. plays it safe except when it's fourth down. He, he ain't the person I'm talking about. I'm talking about Dan Snyder. <laughs> He'll push yeah, the but button. I, I, yeah, but I also think Ron got something to say about it, too. When it comes to the I, defense, I, I, I do believe I know Daniel. I know Daniel. Daniel Snyder is a dick, and he does what he wants to ninety nine percent of the time. But I think he respects Ron Rivera, and I think he would get. I think he would get his opinion on it also. Well, but yes, Daniel Snyder would do whatever he wants to do because he's Daniel Snyder. He has fuck you money, so if he wants to do it, he'll do it. If anything, but Deshaun Watson. I, I do believe though he does respect Ron, Ron Rivera enough. To listen to him, because the other questions he had, didn't, he didn't respect him. He didn't give a fuck. I think he does respect Ron Rivera. I th honestly, I think I think Watson will probably sit. He'll sit until he gets traded. Yeah, I I I, I agree with you one hundred percent. He's going to do the James. He's going to do the James Harden thing. Well, actually, James Harden actually played. Um, but yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, you can sit there and say, "Oh, we're not trading our star quarterback, or, or he's our franchise." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, we heard all this before. And guess what, Jorge? But, I don't even know who the backup out. is. He sits out and he's not helping the team. And Houston's just losing game after game after game, which they probably will. Watson ain't playing. They're going to have to make a move. I don't even know who the backup is, bro. <laughs> I, I don't either. Don't even know. Houston better look at our quarterback this year. You better get that dude from Texas A&M so he ain't got to go far. <laughs> What's that? So you better get the dude from Texas A&M so you ain't got to go he ain't got to go for him. See, we don't even know if he's an NFL quarterback. Some some people are saying he's not he's not an NFL quality quarterback and he should be he should play a position, not Damn. a quarterback. Well, 
I'm just telling you when I'm here, man. I'm just telling you when I'm here. They should put him out there regardless. I mean, they did it to David Carr. <laughs> Remember, they just they put him out there with no offensive line at yeah. all. He did pretty good. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, you might question his feeling ability or whatever NFL IQ and all that, but uh, he put he put a guy back there with no offensive line. He did pretty good. Also, <laughs> what, what is this rumbling? I'm here in Seattle that they might try. They might trade Russell Wilson. It's a possibility. Have you heard that story? Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, that's what I'm like, what? unfortunately, also, I did. Wait, I wait, did. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I just got something across my bottom line that I think is very interesting. That we need to talk, we need to talk about immediately since we're on the subject of football. We got three minutes. Okay. The, uh, Chris Carson may not be re-signed by the Seattle Seahawks. That's it. The running back? Yes. Okay. They're saying Chris Carson go. might not be signed by the Seattle Seahawks but this, this upcoming season. So, I mean, we all know Seattle has a lot of running backs. Does he walk? Does Bouchard Penny take over? Finally? Or does one of the many running backs that they have on that team take over? Is it, time, is it Homer time? Is it GG Dallas time? If they let Chris Carson walk, who's the running back in Seattle? And where does Chris Carson go to? And then, you know, and the thing is, he's injury prone. So how much can he contribute? That's, that's why they got rid of him. That's why they got rid of him, man. They, they're tired of paying the insurance policy on. And Chris Carson, when healthy, is one of the best running backs in the league. But, man, he has a hard time staying healthy. He'll go to Chicago. All right, three minutes, Big Burn. Give me an NBA. Give me an NBA story. Who's, who's fucking Scotty Pippen's wife? Give it to me. Malik Be uh, Beasley, because he's uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, he got um, charged for the stuff that he did in uh, September, as far as so he's on a house arrest or some shit like that. So yeah, that's that's who's doing Scotty Pippen's wife. Anybody, anybody, NBA, anybody else, NBA wife fucking around or sleeping with who, whoever. Give me some stories here. Nah, only thing I see is sad that I only got two minutes, but I was going to bring up the fact how T.O. T.O. brought up some uh, interesting comments about the All-Star ballot, the Hall of Fame ballot. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said uh, All-Star, but yeah, the Hall <laughs> of Fame ballot, but I don't have that much time, but... I'll talk about it on the next show. Alright, well, with that being said, T.O.'s going T.O., no surprise there. Big Bernie, if you don't have anything else, are we out of here? Yeah, man, we are out, bro. Enjoy the Peace. rest of your day. Peace.